Hi everyone, it is Julia G, one of your fellow hosts of the With CP podcast. It is currently 12.14 p.m. on Friday, December 17th, 2021. Um, so right now I am at home sitting in my office. I'm looking outside. It is a, once again, as usual, gray, overcast, cloudy day here in Seattle. Um, I think it's pretty cold outside, but um, I think it's around 50 degrees right now. But the past few days have been really, really cold. It's been 40 degrees. Um, Yeah, so we are going to have David call in in a few moments here. We're working with a few technical difficulties this morning. So we'll just be a little patient as we wait. But that's no problem. Anyways, um, yeah, it's been it's been a pretty busy past few days for me. This past week, um, I wrapped up my certificate class, the first quarter of it. Uh, I will continue this class into the winter and spring as well. But I got a hundred on my final project, um, and I passed the class, so I'm super happy about that. Um, these past few days have really just been about wrapping up my work before we go into a very long three-week break for Common Power um, starting next week going into the first week of the new year. So I'm looking forward to my break. Um, some of my plans for the break are I want to go to Leavenworth with some friends. I want to go skiing. I'm not a huge skiing professional but I do enjoy going out there, seeing the snow and getting to slide down the mountain. It's pretty fun. So those are those are hopefully my two plans for the break. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see family for the holidays and everything. Tonight, I'm actually driving over to West Seattle and I'm going to meet with my family to take some holiday pictures for some Christmas cards. And this year, my family has elected me to be in charge of the Christmas card. So we'll see how that goes. Um, But I'm excited to do that. I'm curious about your guys' plans for the next three weeks as CP takes a pause. What are some of your plans for the holidays? Um, I would love to hear your thoughts sometimes. You guys can email me at julia at commonpower.org. Anytime you want to chat, anytime you have feedback for these podcasts, And anytime, if you just want to tell me what you're doing over the break, I would love to hear your thoughts and I'd love to have a conversation. Uh, This past week, I've really also been getting more into the holiday spirit as Christmas approaches. Um, I did the Jingle Bell Run this past Sunday. It was freezing cold, but I had a really fun time. Um, A little bit about me, I've been running since high school. I, I ran track and cross country in high school and then through college, I kind of ran just for like exercise and I've done a few 5Ks. I've done the Dog Dash 5K, then Jingle Bell Run 5K. Um, I think those are the only two 5Ks I can think of off the top of my head, but I definitely like after running the Jingle Bell Run this past weekend, like I definitely got like that runner's high and I want to keep running in various 5Ks. So I'm really excited to, maybe in March, I'll do the hot chocolate run. Um, There's so many runs out there in Seattle that I want to do now. So I'm looking forward to that.
Thank you guys for your patience. We're just waiting a few more minutes here. Anyways, I just wanted to thank you all for listening to these podcasts over the past year. I really appreciate all the support. I've met with a lot of supporters who have said like the podcasts are amazing and I'm always really appreciative um, for everyone's kind words and the fact that you take 30 minutes of your day to listen to me and my fellow CP staff members and community members chat. So thank you so much for your continuing support. And I promise you all 2022 will have some really great podcasts coming up for you guys. A little spicier maybe, but uh, I think it'll be really important and good. We got some good content coming up. Anyways, um, while you guys are emailing me about your winter break plans, I would love to get feedback from you guys um, on which podcast episodes were your favorite. Maybe send me like your top three podcast episodes that um, I recorded or David recorded. I know I just picked up this podcast maybe six months ago. So if there's any podcasts from 2021 that were before that six month period, please let me know. Um So moving forward into 2022, I can kind of become more creative with these podcasts and figure out what the listeners, what topics listeners are interested in listening to. So if you want to send me an email, julia at commonpower.org, please send me your top three podcasts and your plans for the break. So um, as we're waiting for David, I will talk a little bit about what this podcast will be today. Today, this podcast, we are going to be wrapping up 2021 with David Domke. Um, I really wanted this podcast to wrap up all the work that CP has done in 2021 before we head out for our break. Um, we're going to talk about some of our successes and some of our challenges that we've seen in this past year. So it'll be really interesting talking about that with David. My first podcast with CP was with David. So I just thought it'd be a cool ending point to, uh, end 2021 off with David. And, and here he is now. Hello, David. <laughs> hi, Julia. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. Okay. Well, listeners, David Donkey is here. I will stop yabbing off your ear. <laughs> um, how are you doing today? I'm great. I just went through the technological challenges that we always ask people to go through to get into the podcast or even to get on commonpower.io. So it took me 10 minutes to reset passwords and then to yada, 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 bum, 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 boring, boring, boring. But I had to go through all of that and now I'm in. So it's great. Yeah, it's great. Are you outside walking? Of course, I can't do a podcast if I'm not out walking. Yeah, I heard the I hear the cars driving past you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, well anyways, I was just explaining to the viewers yep, yep. um I was chatting about some of my winter break plans, asking for feedback <laughs> on some of the podcasts and then also um I just gave like a brief intro that 
this podcast is going to be discussing the successes and challenges uh, that CP faced in 2021, just as yeah. a wrap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. First question. <laughs> well, well, this is not so much an interview, but kind of just a general conversation. Sure. Um, David, going into 2021, what was a big goal for CP this year, organizationally? Um, so we started, you know, 2021 with the two runoffs for the Georgia Senate elections. And those were on January 5th. And we we were part of a, you know, a large national push that won those two elections and gave the Democrats um, a 50-50 split in the U.S. Senate and gave them the majority with the vice president as a tiebreaker vote. That was an incredible moment for us that really capped off years of like pushing and pushing to try to win the presidency and get back control of the Congress. Cause we also were able to hold on to the U S house. And then the next day on January 6th, we have the insurrection at the Capitol and the attempt to overturn the elections and American democracy fueled by the president, Donald Trump and the Republican colleagues. And so in the span of those two days, really, less than 24 hours because the elections in Georgia, you know, we knew the results or look, they looked really, really good on the evening of the fifth. And then less than 24 hours later, we have this upending and near fatality of our democracy. Right. Uh, right. And I think those two pieces right there capture kind of the challenges of this year that it's one step forward and one step backwards and the question is, you know, where are we going to where are we going to land? And it's been the political realities for this year that CP has been kind of swimming in. Right, right. So coming into that really turbulent start to 2021, what was CP's approach to the rest of the year? Uh, so, you know, after that, we knew we well, we needed to take some time off because we had been pushing for since 2018 in our founding all the way through 2020. So we took a bit of time off and then we pushed, we started again. And our uh, mentality, our mindset for this year has been to strengthen and um, so deepen, strengthen and kind of expand in targeted ways. And deepening has been our commitment to next generation leadership. And so some of the people we've hired, uh, including of course you, Julia, right. some, of the, uh, some of the ways that we've, uh, we've, uh, we've, uh, we've done in our work with Action Academy and our, which is our college leadership program. Um, some of our other hires, some of our thinking, thinking about partnerships um, have deepened and strengthened how we go about um, our leadership development and our field work. Great hire with Hibba Muhammad of our, for our team, for our kind of managing our building and managing our teams. So we really wanted to uh, kind of essentially recover from a couple years of intense fighting for democracy. That was the mindset going then. So we were going to take this year and kind of recover and then swing into field work 
Right. Uh, David, can you hear me? And I'm the Can you hear me? All right. Hello. Sorry. I think the, the, the connection got a little bit bad. Um, you said the last I heard you was after the elections, we really wanted to recover and almost heal in a way. Oh, okay. So you lost me after that. Okay. Um, we really wanted to strengthen and deepen our commitments to next generation leadership, to field work, to uh, some of our internal uh, professional development and put it, but to put together a new 501c3. So basically I would, I would the, the umbrella I would put over that is we wanted to strengthen the ship. Okay. The ship is CP and we knew we needed to invest some time and energy in that. And we've done a lot of that. And I would say that Charles as executive director, Larcy as the executive director of the new C3 would say, we have succeeded very, very well on those fronts and continue to want to invest and are investing in those areas. Um, politically, though, the work that we had hoped to do, which was to build upon the 2020 successes and to move forward, has been very challenging. The Democrats have not achieved a whole lot in the U.S. Congress. They've done some really great things, but they have not made advances on voting rights. Uh, we have been stymied by the filibuster in Virginia at the end of the year. The Democrats lost in those elections, which right. is which is a signal for what might come in 2022. Um, so I would say that our our hope was to strengthen and be energized and ready to go. We have definitely done the former. The latter is politically we're in a tough political moment. We understand that. And so we're adjusting. Right. So how would you say we are adjusting to this tough political moment more specifically? Sure. Well, we, we, uh, we have assessed, we've met with people, we've assessed, we've done our own thinking. And we see tw the 2020s, the decade of the 2020s, as very difficult politically. Um, not, not no chance at all, but difficult. The combination of um, a very mobilized Republican Party in the throes of the, the Trump kind of uh, big lie about stolen elections and all of the laws that they're passing to make it harder to vote, combined with the Supreme Court's six to three conservative majority, combined with Republican um, control of so many state legislatures in this country make it very difficult for us to kind of see immediate paths forward that are that are robust. There are narrow paths forward right now, but not really robust wide ones. So we have adopted a strategy of seven key states that we're focusing on this year and in the future for the next many, many years. We want to be partnered there. We want to work there. We understand we may not win there at first or for some time, but we're gonna stay engaged there. And those seven states are Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Texas, Arizona, and Wisconsin. 
they're key political states today and in the future. And so what we've done is we've adjusted our vision, our horizon mindset, and we are looking not at 2022 as the end-all be-all. We are going to give it everything we've got in 2022, but, but we also need to stay sustained through 23, 24, 26, 28, and so on. So the, kind of to summarize that, Julia, I would say we have, we are, uh, we are uh, crafting our political engagement, our voter engagement with the mind for 2022 and also 24, 26, 28 and beyond. Right, right. Yeah. And I, I think that's a great approach because the, the thing about our work is that we really do have to acknowledge the seasonality of it. Um, David and I had a meeting this morning where we were talking with one yeah. of our valued community members. And yeah, we, we really have to acknowledge the seasonality of our work, right? Um, people will come and go, but we are thankful for those that are here now and also acknowledging that we really have to make this work sustainable, not just election by election, but really we have to, I don't know, tighten the straps on our boots and um, really make this work sustainable for the long run. Yeah. You know, I always think in terms of metaphors and trying to understand the world through like understood things. What metaphors do is they allow us to take something that's familiar and to make sense of a new thing using the familiar. And so right. I'm, I'm kind of envisioning like a boat that goes from port to port. Okay. And we're the, the ship, because I'd already used that metaphor earlier. We're the ship. And the, the, when we go into ports, um, that's like the election seasons, okay? And right. when we, we, we need everybody, we need people to go along with us on the boat from port to port. But we know also that when we arrive in a port, there'll be a lot of people that are going to want to engage with us. And so that, that port is the election season. So we are building a framework that allows us to cyclically, as you're saying, season to season, uh, think about our election and our political work for the advantage of our partners, for the advantage of our volunteers, for the advantage of our team leaders, while also recognizing that, that each port is going to be followed by more ports, more elections. And so we can't, we can't leave it all in one place, right? We can't right. just leave it all there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And, um, I, I appreciate, you know, the transparency of acknowledging these, the current political climate um, and how our organization is working through it. That's that's really amazing. Um, so so let's move on to like some of our accomplishments this year. So despite, you know, this crazy political t climate that we exist in right now, what were some of our key accomplishments? I have a few that I can name, but. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You start. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so um, CP has done a lot in 2021. Um, to start, we hired five new staff colleagues to strengthen and solidify, solidify our fieldwork, education, fundraising, and community mobilization. Um, like you mentioned earlier, we got Hiba, we got Sasha, me, um, Maggie and Ben. Maggie and Ben. Yep, exactly. We've 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 hired a really amazing talent. Um, in autumn, we resumed travel for the first time since COVID nineteen. Yeah, 
we had five separate trips go out to Virginia and Wisconsin. And then we created the Common Power Travel Compact. And we got zero cases of COVID. Um, in 2021, we also graduated 59 students from Action Academy. Our uh, civic education program for college-aged next-generation leaders. And these students were 80, over 80% BIPOC and came from 16 universities in nine states. So wow. we're going wow. nationwide, David. Yeah. Um, and then finally, we created our own 501c3 nonprofit, Common Power Future. So these, these were really the four huge accomplishments that stuck out to me this year with Common Power. Yeah. Well, let me pick up like each one of them a little bit. So among the first one, the hiring of people, just let's just focus on you. What, what, would, what, what has been one of the things that you like, if you were talking to six months ago, Julia, because you joined us roughly six months ago, right. full time, full time, you've right. been certainly doing work in our community for some time, but you joined us full time. But if you were like had a time travel machine and you were able to go back six months and you'd say like, hey, here's a thing that's going to be one of the really very best parts about this job. Um, and this is, this is like something that like you may have known going in, you may have not known going in, but you'd be like, this is one of the very best parts of the job for you as a, as a donor engagement coordinator. What would you say it is? The very best part of my job, I think, would definitely be the conversations that I have with our community members and the relationships and bonds that I've been able to form over the past six months um, with people. So, so when I, I've had a roughly 23 coffee dates over the past six months, <laughs> uh -huh. which is a lot. <laughs> These are like one-on-one -on -one conversations where I meet up in person, I'll sit down, uh, we'll spend an hour or two chatting, getting to know each other. I definitely think those moments where I sit down, get to hear people's thoughts um, on our work here at CP, how they came to CP, how they feel about some of my podcast episodes, um, conversations about interracial and yeah. intergenerational dynamics. I think those conversations really fill my cup. Um, we had this morning, David, where we yeah. met with somebody and they discussed their concerns, their hopes. I really, really love those conversations. Um, I love learning from people and I love feeling connected, especially during a time where we've become so disconnected with COVID, a lot of this online remote work. Um, I really think that's the best part of the job. It's the people. Yeah. And th one more question, one more follow-up question on that just for you. So mm -hmm. like, and you're transitioning from college student to professional, to young professional. And you and I, in the last couple of weeks, have done part of our annual review process. And, and I've just treasured those conversations that we've had about that, that journey. It's, it's, it's really a transition, isn't it? It really is. And that's part of our profession. That is part of our commitment to next generation young leaders is to give you the opportunities, the chances, and then to try to walk with you through that transition. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a transition um, coming from being a full-time student to a full-time employee. But uh, it's been a really great uh, transition where I felt very supportive by like you, Larcy, Charles, Ben, um, have been really helpful. And like, 
how do you balance work with life? How do you make room for your hobbies? Um, and then also just a few weeks ago, we had a leadership development camp, which I podcasted about with Anita, yeah, yeah. where we kind of, how do you plan for a future? How do you set short-term and long-term goals? Um, and how do you envision yourself as a leader in this world, whether you're front-facing or back-facing? It's been a very educational six months for me, for sure. And that's that's emblematic. That's uh, an example of our deepening and strengthening our organization. That we, I'm saying this to everybody now, not specifically to you, Julia. We need Julia. We need people like Julia to come into this work, to go through the transition, to uh, learn where their strengths and, and challenges operate, and then to like lean in and bring their creativity and their mm, kind of just energy uh, with them. And so that's just been like one really, really important part of our deepening and strengthening. We also created a C3. Um, and we, wh what has happened with us is for since the beginning is that we have been two organizations. We've been a political action committee, a PAC, which allows us to do all of our political work with parties, with candidates. I'll, I'll do that. Le we can do all that just fine legally. And then second, we've been a fiscally sponsored 501c3 program of Fuse Washington. And when you're fiscally sponsored, that means that some other organization receives your finances and oversees your accounting for you. And they basically, they, they are your parent uh, and you're the kind of the child of that organization. And Fuse Washington has been just a phenomenal mentor and supporter of ours and handled our finances and provided board oversight for our C3. But we were getting big enough, we were growing up enough that we wanted to create our own C3. And so we have, and Larcy is the director of that C3. And this allows us to um, to raise and spend money that is distinctly targeted to nonpartisan purposes and also functions in very positive tax ways for us. Um, and so we created that and we're on our own now. We got approval back in September, I think. And we've, you know, got money in that space for a, a new set of education enterprises that Julia, you and I and others will be rolling out very soon. Some new education right. things. Um, <laughs> And so those two things all by themselves, the new staff, the leadership development, the C3 creation would be a heck of a year, okay? A heck of a year. Um, <laughs> but then you got Action Academy and 50, almost 60 students who went, that went through that. Larcy and, and Sasha, we hired Sasha to work on that with Larcy. Ben has been there for a long time with them. And you know, Larcy's talking about 100 students next summer, all right? So that's awesome. We have seven state teams that we've redesigned that Hibba's overseen for, for these seven key states. We uh, did two learning tours as well. We, one, I mean, both to Virginia, one with uh, all CP, whoever was interested and wanted to come and wanted, could, could, could pay to come. And then with the second one with uh, key members of our Action Academy program. David? Uh, David, are you there? I think on my end, you're breaking up a little bit. Maybe you're walking somewhere where there's poor connection. <laughs> okay. 
Hold on. Um, David, are you there? One moment, our podcast listeners. I went ahead and messaged David and let him know that he's breaking up a little bit. So we'll try to troubleshoot this. Technology is not our friend this morning, clearly. Are you out there? Okay. Hello, David. I can hear you again. You sound good. Okay. I, so I could hear you all the way through that. Um, okay. Sorry that you couldn't hear me. Uh, so the last thing I was talking about was the learning tours, the two to Virginia and the credible learning we did on the ground about American history and about the fight for voting today. Um, so, you know, all these pieces to me have a, have a robust intersection of education, leadership development and opportunities political engagement um, and new, you know, kind of financial strengthening of our, pro, of our, of our, uh, our organization. So I, I come out of 22 very concerned, very, very concerned about the political environment. And we are, we recognize that, we see it for what it is, and we're, we're ready to go forward. We are going forward. And at the same time, I feel like our, our organization that with the leadership of Charles and Larcy and AJ and Hibba and Maggie and so many others, um, that we're strong, we're ready. We're ready for this difficult decade. And that's what, I guess that's where you'd want to be. If you're going to be be in the struggle, you at least want to be as strong as you can be. Right, absolutely. Okay, Um, well, thank you. Um, Go ahead. So what... One last thing that we should touch base on. So there's going to be a, 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 um, in, a in January, we're going to have some announcements about new educational endeavors. We're right. going to be, we're going to be, uh, re, uh, we're going to be booting up again, our team, our teams, our state teams engagement. Um, and we're going to be, uh, starting to make a push for, uh, a set of kind of a, a new learning tour uh, that that AJ and Dr. Terry Scott are going to be leading to Texas. So we're we're really excited for 2022 because we're, we're we know it's a big election year. We know the challenges ahead of us, and we're ready to go. And we got people like you, Julia, here. Right, right. Oh, I'm so excited. Wait, hold on. It said, "Are you, you are you still hearing me?" I can still hear you. Okay, I'm getting the same message where it says your account has been logged in on on other devices. So I'm wondering if Charles logged into his account. He might have. Yes, he probably because have. I'm on his account right now. And if I hit the OK on this notification, it will end the live stream. So 
Well, I'll just keep chatting, um, but just want to let you know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited to go into 2022. I know there's a bunch of amazing trips and announcements lined up. Um, I, too, will have a little announcement, a little project that I've been working on with a few of our yeah. community members. Yeah. Um, but that is a secret you'll have to wonder about over the holiday. <laughs> um, but I am very proud of all the work that Common Power has done over this year in terms of leadership development, investment in our staff, and investment in our community. Um, I definitely agree that 2021 was a year of healing for a lot of us, um, especially you know, after the turbulent four years with Trump and um, with the whole COVID-19 pandemic going on, a lot of us are kind of in the state of healing right now. Um, and we're, we're still healing to this day. We're, it's, it's, a, it's a process. But um, I love the work that CP has been doing, kind of deepening our engagement with people. And I'm excited to see what we'll do moving forward. Yep. And... Julia, just I want people to hear this, and I want to say it to you, but it, and it is indicative of me and you, but it is also em, uh, in, em, emblematic of a broader sensibility among CP staff. The, the trust and the confidence that I have in you, that you have earned among not only me, but others, and your creativity and your desire to do this work, like this is inspiring, okay? So Thank I'm you. really, really glad to be here with you with you yes thank you so much david and i hope to all of our podcast listeners too we are very happy to be here with you whether you went on a field work trip this year in covid or you joined a phone bank or you attended one of aj's or david's lectures thank you so much for engaging with us this year and I, please continue to engage with us throughout 2022 we are we go further together let's go all right, let's go. All right. Take care, David. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast.